0: Hello family and friends. The title of today's message is, What is God's View of Money? Let's pray. Father, we come to you hungry for more of you, ready to receive what you have for us today, Father. We choose not only to be a hearer of the Word, but also a doer of the Word. Father, if we're thinking wrong in anything financially, money-wise, we thank you that your Word will correct us, and we choose not to listen to our feelings or what we've learned in the past. But what your word says, Father, because it's a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. The entrance of your word gives light. So we come ready, Father, in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Well, folks, there are so many opinions out there in the world and in the church about the subject of money. I've seen in my life very clearly that money takes on the character of the person who has it. There are very wealthy people doing very good things for churches and missionaries, etc., with their money. And there are very wealthy people giving loads of money to support wicked things. The only thing that really matters is what God says about money. Let's start today in 1 Timothy 6 9 through 10 in the New King James. But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and harmful lusts which drown men in destruction and perdition. Folks, the desire to be rich causes a fall into temptation and snares. It's a heart issue, a desire issue. Ten, the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil for which some have strayed from the faith in their greediness and pierced themselves through with many sorrows my friends this verse says that the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil this verse is often misquoted stating that money is a root of evil but you see it's not the money it's the love of money if money and wealth were evil god would be a horrible wicked god as heaven is a pretty amazing place with lots of gold and wealth. Now let's read those verses, 1 Timothy 6, 9, and 10 in the Amplified Bible. But those who are not financially ethical and crave to get rich with a compulsive, greedy longing for wealth fall into temptation and a trap and into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction, leading to personal misery. Again, folks, it's those who crave to get rich or have a greedy longing for wealth that leads to harmful desires and personal misery. Ten, for the love of money, that is, the greedy desire for it and the willingness to gain it unethically, is a root of all sorts of evil And some, by longing for it, have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves through and through with many sorrows. My friends, the love of money will produce many sorrows, as we can't buy happiness. Matthew 6.33 in the New King James, Jesus said, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. You see, folks, Money is like any other thing that we can put before God, and we can't do that. This verse says to seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, or His right standing. Not putting money or anything else before God. Luke 12:34 in the Amplified For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. My friends, we can't put our heart into the desire for money. Exodus 19:5 in the New King James Now therefore if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant then you shall be a special treasure to me above all people for all the earth is mine Folks if God were against wealth and things he would be against himself He owns the whole earth and the heavens Now that is wealth Psalm 24, 1 in the Amplified, a Psalm of David. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness of it, the world and those who dwell in it. My friends, God owns it all, including us. Philippians 4:12 in the Amplified, the Apostle Paul said, I know how to get along and live humbly in difficult times. I also know how to enjoy abundance and live in prosperity. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing life, whether well-fed or going hungry, whether having an abundance or being in need. So, folks, Paul showed us we can be happy in difficult, poor times or abundant, prosperous times. Genesis 13-2 in the Amplified. Now, Abram was extremely rich in livestock and in silver and in gold. My friends, people think God wants his people poor sometimes. They must never read about God's covenant man, Abraham, and others in the Bible. He was extremely rich, but he served God. Now let's talk about the flip side of that, someone who loved money. Matthew chapter 19 in the Amplified, the title is the rich young ruler, starting in verse 16. And someone came to him and said, Teacher... What essentially good thing shall I do to obtain eternal life, that is, eternal salvation, in the Messiah's kingdom? Verse 21, Jesus answered him, If you wish to be perfect, that is, have the spiritual maturity that accompanies godly character and no moral or ethical deficiencies, go and sell what you have and give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. And come, follow me, becoming my disciple." believing and trusting in me and walking the same path of life that I walk. Verse 22, But when the young man heard this, he left grieving and distressed, for he owned much property and had many possessions, which he treasured more than his relationship with God. Folks, God was not number one with the rich young ruler. Money and things were number one. The last part of verse 22 is the key. The rich young ruler treasured his property and many possessions more than his relationship with God. By the way, we can also be poor or low-income or middle-income, etc., and be the same way, treasure our property and possessions more than our relationship with God. Proverbs 28.20 in the Amplified Classic Bible, A faithful man shall abound with blessings. But he who makes haste to be rich at any cost shall not go unpunished. My friends, again, it's a heart condition. Deuteronomy 8.18 in the Amplified. But you shall remember with profound respect the Lord your God, for it is he who is giving you the power to make wealth, that he may confirm his covenant which he swore solemnly promised to your fathers, as it is this day. Folks, this verse clearly says that God gives us the power to make wealth. It is one of his covenant promises. If, if, we continue to put him first. When we put God first, we'll do good things with our money. Now let's talk about the tithe. Genesis 14, verses 19 and 20, in the Amplified. And Melchizedek blessed Abraham and said, Blessed, joyful, favored be Abram. By God Most High, Creator and Possessor of Heaven and Earth. 20 And blessed, praised, and glorified be God Most High, who has given your enemies into your hand. And Abram gave him a tenth of all, the treasure he had taken in battle. My friends, Abraham gave the first tithe. The tithe means 10%, not 4% or 8% or whatever. The tithe means 10%. What a deal! It's all God's. And he only asks for 10% of what is already his to put into the local church. Malachi 3, verses 8 and 9 in the Amplified. The title is, You have robbed God. 8. Will a man rob God? Yet you are robbing me, but you say, In what way have we robbed you? In tithes and offerings you have withheld. 9. You are cursed with a curse for you are robbing me this whole nation folks people don't want to read these verses god says we rob him when we don't give him the tithe and offerings over and above the 10% that is one of the ways to test ourselves if we have some love of money in our hearts do we give god his tithe and offerings genesis 8:22 in the amplified While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall not cease. Folks, one of the things that shall not cease while the earth remains is seed time and harvest. If we sow corn, we get corn. If you sow hatred, you get hatred. If we sow love, we get back love. If we sow money, we get back money. God cannot lie. We don't give to get back, but God's promises work. So when we give God the tithe, 10% to our local church, and offerings above that, God plants those seeds and returns finances and blessings back to us. What a great God we serve. Let's pray. Father, we love you. We praise you. Thank you for teaching us about money in your Bible, Father, finances, Father, that that money not have us, that it's just a tool, Father, that we put you first, and we're able to be a greater blessing as you bless us. So, Father, we choose to, to put you first in everything that we do. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com. We sure love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.